the sound of bowstrings caught his attention in an instant, and he turned to find the two barbarians shooting arrows upward to a higher brink at advancing Roman soldiers. No time to waste, Flavius demanded. Lo, they are shooting at our men. Make haste. Sir, the two of us could fend them off. Now, soldier. Like a dog's collar yanked tightly by his master, Nicholas turned and swiftly made way toward the archers. As Nicholas moved quickly and silently toward the two foes, he watched one shoot a passing Roman who plummeted off the bluff down to the river far below, and Nicholas shuddered as the body bounced off jagged rocks. He momentarily watched the scene in aversion, but knew he must press forward as silently as possible. Attack by surprise was his best option. However, to his dismay, his foot crashed against some gravel, and he lost his footing near the edge and rock slid noisily over the ledge. One of the barbarian archers turned and seeing Nicholas gave him a fright. In a blink he recovered, drew his bow and shot an arrow, but Nicholas dove behind a boulder barely evading the missile. There he found a projectile weapon of his own, a fist-sized rock. Nicholas hurled the rock into the face of the barbarian, jumped over the boulder and stabbed him through the chest, his first actual kill. Guilt for what he considered murder tried to slip into his conscience like a solar eclipse, but he refused to let it. The other man engaged him in a sword fight, which maneuvered Nicholas back into a boulder. When the man lunged to finish him off, Nicholas jumped backward into the boulder and struck the barbarian with his feet. Thrusting his legs into the man with all his strength his thighs could rally, he cast the barbarian over the mountainside, his second kill. At that brief moment, he was a battle-hardened warrior, and then sighed with relief just to be alive. He reminded himself that the scriptures did teach that there was a time for peace and a time for war. Maybe he could lean on that crutch of reason to acknowledge his fealty toward the nation that would have him play the soldier. Nicholas stood gasping fresh air and gazing over the ravine sheathed his victorious sword. But wait, what was this? He felt a sudden burning sensation through the bottom of his ribs. A lump in his throat formed as though he had swallowed a granite orb the size of his hand. Then weakness surged through every cell of his body. What was this feeling? He wondered as fluids filled his throat and weakness brought the full weight of his head to fall forward. His gaze fell upon the point of the blade protruding from his chest, covered with fresh red blood. His blood. The blade withdrew and his knees buckled. Somehow, he reasoned dreamily, he must have missed an enemy. One must have come up from behind him without notice. How Flavius could have seen this without rescuing him, he didn't comprehend. Or maybe Flavius was engaged in battle trying to save him. Or worse yet, his commander had fallen and now the bloodthirsty savage was taking the life of Nicholas. His knees slammed heavily on the rock as his heart slammed heavily upon despair. He had failed his captain. In the fall, he found the ability to turn about to see who had conquered his life through the cowardice of stabbing him from behind. His eyes saw a tragic sight that would change him forever, a sight that shook him to the fabric of his being, like a dormant volcano exploding with such fury to change the landscape around it permanently. Shocked to the core, Nicholas discovered the man who had stabbed him was not a barbarian enemy, but his commander. It was Flavius. The one for whom Nicholas would fight and die had claimed his life for reasons he could not understand. All he could think was, why? I am sorry, Nicholas, Flavius began to explain. You were to die in battle and not by my hand. 
Albeit, if the governor of Lycia bids ye ensure the death of a soldier to garner his support, I must earn it. Nicholas tried to speak, but there wasn't enough air in his lungs. See you in the afterlife, maybe. The erupting volcano within began to spew forth ash and smoke. He tried to rise with explosive rage, but Flavius planted his foot square into his wounded chest and thrust a kick that vaulted Nicholas over the precipice. He fell through the air, followed by a small trail of blood and teardrops. <laughs> <laughs>